Welcome to the Modern Way Podcast, where we show you how to build a business and navigate the modern economy to build a life worth living. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, guys. And in this episode, I'm going to be covering the five lessons that I've learned from spending over $500,000 on mentors. Now, if you guys don't know my story, I started out from the bottom. Okay, my mom was making about thirty to forty thousand dollars per year. I was raised by a single mother, and we were living in a suburb of L.A. And so, for me to even say now, just after a few years of doing business and really playing this game, to actually have spent over five hundred grand on doing mentors and programs and coaching and things like that is pretty insane. And so, I hope that these five lessons that I've learned from spending about five hundred k on mentors and on coaches can help you along your journey and help you get started in business and then actually continue to grow. So with that said, let's go ahead and hop into it. So the first lesson that I learned, and this is when I was first starting out, because when I was growing up, I knew that I always wanted to write books, speak on stages, have multiple businesses. I wanted to write books. I wanted to do all of this stuff. And so I had all of these goals that I had written down that were wide in nature and that were just so different compared to the others, like traveling the world, building a business, going public, all this stuff, right? Just every single financial goal that a young kid would want after watching something like uh, Wolf of Wall Street, right? And so when I understood that I can have all of these goals, but I have to do them in sequential order that helped me. And so in order for my reality to change though, I had to learn the first step. And the mentor told me that if you are able to control the lead flow for any business, then they're going to want you and you'll never go hungry. And so when I really internalized that, it went a step deeper. Whereas if you can actually control the lead flow and control control the sales, well, then you can learn about the entire business model from the clients that you serve and get paid to do so. So in a way, it's sort of getting paid to learn the businesses that you want to build so that way you can build them better. Because a lot of times, especially when I was starting out, I would go get jobs or a part-time job while I was in college to go learn a skill set at some agency or at some business that I thought I wanted to be involved in one day, but I was getting a part-time job wage or just a minimum wage or whatever it was, right? So this kind of flipped the script for me and at least put me into a position of power where I can control the lead flow of the business but also bear that responsibility and start thinking more like the business owner and start thinking more of how can we actually drive more revenue, but more profits to the business. And that was when I was about 18, 19 years old. And so I got that real business-like experience by starting an agency and actually helping out clients. And so that was the first lesson that I learned. And when looking back, that is what has opened the doors to all the other businesses that I have, all the other connections and relationships that I now have, and all of the other opportunities that I can now evaluate because I know marketing, sales, and lead generation and being able to scale businesses up. And so that skill set is something that you can control, something that you can help others with. And it is something that was the biggest blessing for me as the first lesson that I learned in entrepreneurship and in business. Now, the second one was after I started to build my agencies, after I started to build the businesses that I was serving, was to continue to invest into myself and not to pull chips off the table just to sit on cash, but to redeploy that into education. And so I was already doing this with my part-time jobs. I was scrapping you know, some money. I was buying books. I was buying courses. But now that I was actually doing this in a business sense, I had to buy mentorship and buy courses and programs to learn from people that were actually doing it to shorten that learning curve. And so when you can use your money that you're generating to acquire another skill set that took someone years to learn, well, you are condensing your cycle and you're honestly buying a 
friendship or buying a relationship. And that was the second lesson that I learned is that if you keep investing into yourself, the people that are providing coaching, consulting, and other these other programs have probably been doing it for a while. And if you can buy that relationship and buy that knowledge and acquire that quicker, that took them years and a lot of headache to figure out. Well, now you are accelerating faster in your business journey because this could even be in your fitness journey and other things like that. But you're accelerating faster and getting the solution and a mentor along the way, which again, can help you double down and help you actually grow. So I'm a big believer in paying for coaches, paying for mentors and buying into those relationships. Now, the reason why you want to keep doing that over time as your skill set stack is because that means that you're going to be making more money, or at least the goal should be to be making more money or doing things better. And I see a lot of times, you know, people that buy into courses or coaching, consulting, whatever it is, they either get the value out of that coach, out of that consultant for that specific problem, or they didn't solve the problem, but they learned an entire foundation. And when you stack multiple courses on top of each other, that's typically where you're connecting the links between each course to actually come with that full thought. And to be honest, if you're only spending a hundred bucks on a course, there's only so much of that that can be taught, right? And so the education that you invest your into for yourself, there are levels to it because they have to stack a foundation for you to understand the next concept. Another way to think this through is if Bill Gates was giving you advice, what do you think that he could say that you could actually apply to the scale that he is at? probably isn't going to work. If you're only making a million dollars a year, two million, five million, ten million, you know, he's already in the billions. So the conversations are different because he's already solved a bunch of those problems, right? Or he's had team members do it. So when you can shortcut again and draft behind someone that has done it recently and it took him maybe a couple of years to do it, but you can condense that time frame. the faster that you will grow and the faster that you can continue to double down. And if you continue to repeat that over and over and over, you can learn skill sets. You can have great relationships and build a network that's worth having as you are building that business and actually then start to ask for more counsel. And so that's why I've invested over 500K into mentors, coaches, and programs and stuff is because I've had different stages of my businesses where I've needed help or I'm drafting behind someone that's doing something bigger and I want to learn from them. Now, uh, another lesson that I got Uh, And this one was actually when I went and worked for Mr. Grant Cardone. I was working at his agency not too long ago, but he had said something uh, that really challenged my beliefs. And I'm a very finance-driven individual, meaning my college degree was all in financial analysis. I've studied financial books. I've really had that numbers mind and that numbers brain, right? And he said something that kind of stretched my thinking, which was all assets become liabilities. And in my mind, if you've ever studied finance or accounting, you're like, okay, assets are like a real estate property or their intellectual property or it's cash, etc. Those are good. You want to collect more assets over time. And the truth to that is yes, you do. But the flip side of an asset is a liability, right? It balances each other out. But the liability isn't necessarily one-to-one with what the asset is. It's the liability of the thinking that comes with you stacking more assets. So if you stack a lot of skill sets, for example, me, I was doing media buying, I was doing advertising, I was doing content for a lot of individuals, that has a capped earning potential at some point. Because the business models that I'm applying marketing to can only grow so fast based off of the business's product or based off of the business's operations. So that is capped. And 
my ability to live the life that I want to live is capped if I do not delegate and train down to multiply the leverage that I'm building. So the asset of my brain, the asset of my skill sets will become the cap and the liability because it's holding me back from all the other income that I can go create, all the other impact that I can go create, and all the other businesses that I can go create. So this assets and liabilities phrase for me was to evaluate inwardly all the things that you're stroking your ego about, all the things that you're doing great with. That's also a liability because you're thinking of not only what you've done well, but the thinking that's got you to where you are now isn't what's going to be to what gets you to the next level. And you always have to give something up. So that can be your identity in a project. That could be your identity in a career. That could be capital. That could be relationships. And that could even be how you decide to operate with the people around you. And you have to change your expectations. This whole assets and liabilities concepts has continued to challenge me. That's been the third lesson that I've learned that's really helped me along the way. The fourth lesson that I've learned uh, is that the agreements between the partners that you decide to work with and your team members either allow you to progress in a positive way or they are a negative relationship. What I mean by that is that if you are just starting out, you and your buddy should not partner up on a business 50-50 if you and him or you and her equal one plus one equals two. If you guys are both in the same situation and you guys are committed to figuring out, great. But there's going to be a point in which that you guys are doing the same job. You guys should have different complementary skill sets to actually build a business. That means that you and that person equal three, four, or five. And as you grow in business, you can't take that same bootstrappy one plus one mentality that you may have done when you were 17, 18, 19 years old to when you're 22, 23, 24, 25. And growing on beyond that because the liability of having someone that isn't operating at the caliber that you want to operate at or that you're going towards is going to hold you back and also make you have bad financial decisions. And I can only speak from experience, guys. I had friends that I was trying to bring up Back in the day with my first marketing agencies, I had friends that as soon as money started coming in, they switched up. And so the same person that you typically start with isn't the same person that you can necessarily grow with. So you have to take inventory of is the relationship that I'm having with my business partner positive or is it draining and is it negative? And you got to listen to your body. You got to listen to your gut, your intuition. You got to think through things logically. All that kind of comes together. That way you can come up with that decision. And a lot of times I was just pushing that off. I'm like, no, 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 no. I assume assume that this is going to continue to work the way that it's working, or I'm assuming that their intention is this because I'm generating a lot of income or I'm generating a lot of revenue. So you have to, again, evaluate those agreements between you and your buddy, or if it's you know further on in your career, you and the business partner, you and the team members. And then you have to have those discussions about what you guys actually want out of the business. Now, lastly, and lesson number five, after spending 500K uh, on mentors, is that you are responsible for everything that's in your life. Now, it sounds very bad basic. But if you notice the lessons and the tiers of the lessons and the order of the lessons that I just gave were as you evolve over time, a foundational principle like that is reminded as you go through the growth of these other four lessons. And for me, when I was building businesses. I was always putting that business first. I was always trying to make that bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, deferring profits, deferring the lifestyle, deferring all that stuff. And that works to a certain point. And then there's a a switch that has to happen where the business has to be built around the lifestyle that you want. So that comes with hiring, that comes with team members, processes, SOPs, et cetera. And 
going and accomplishing the goals that you want alongside it. So if you want to go sell your company for a billion dollars, cool, that's a long road ahead, I'm sure. If you want to just have an agency that's making you 100K a month, but you want half of that to be net profit, that way you can go travel, that's a different type of business model. It may not be super long term, but you can actually go create that. Uh, it just takes some time to actually do it, but you have to come up with that end in mind instead of just building and building and building and deferring because the reality is that most businesses aren't around past year five. And it's because the operator doesn't know how to run the business or they're not looking at the long term. They're not looking at what the business should be doing for them. And so many times when people hear laptop lifestyle, they get locked into solely being able to only work on the laptop to actually you know, fund their lifestyle. And I was there, I was stuck. And so there was plenty of moments in my life in which that this lesson had continued to just smack me in the face, which is you're responsible for everything that happens in your life. If you don't like it, then you must change. And the things around you will change when you change, when you operate at a different frequency. So again, that starts with your business. That starts with your habits. That starts with what you spend time on, who you spend time with, what are you consuming and what standards that you set for yourself. And so we're going to cover that in another video, but I hope that that gives you some value on the five lessons that I've learned from spending over 500K on mentors, guys. Now, if this is the first time that you're hearing of the Modern Way podcast, I want you to go ahead and like and subscribe if you found value out of it. Share it with a friend, family member, or fellow entrepreneur that is trying to grow and is trying to scale their business because we want to help you and I want to help you along the journey that I've taken to not only build a business and scale a business, but also build a life worth living. So with that said, guys, subscribe and I'll see you in the next episode.